Hi, Lloyd. A little slow tonight, isn't it? <laughs> yes, it is, Mr. Torrance. What will it be? I'm awfully glad you asked me that, Lloyd. Because I just happen to have two 20s and two 10s right here in my wallet. I was afraid they were going to be there next April. So here's what. Slip me a bottle of bourbon, a little glass, and some ice. You can do that, can't you, Lloyd? You're not too busy, are you? <laughs> no, sir. Not busy at all. Good man. You set him up, and I'll knock him back, Lloyd. One by one. Before I start this week's Boozy Snack Review, I'd like to talk about an event I and the Bourbon and Branch culinary correspondent, my wife Felice, will be attending. None other than the 2019 New Orleans Bourbon Festival, March 20th through the 23rd. Attendees are going to enjoy spectacular bourbons and cuisine in a city that definitely knows how to throw a party. It's actually going to be the first ever group excursion for the Bourbon and Branch podcast. My good friend and fellow bourbon fan, Mitchell, who you can follow on Twitter at absolute zero put together a wonderful itinerary around the events of the festival that we are certainly looking forward to also the fine gentleman from the vice lounge online podcast will be in attendance along with several other of our favorite boozy snack loving comrades so if you see a motley group of friends sporting matching shirts that say degenerate super friends unite on the front and have our twitter handles on the back stop say hello and perhaps enjoy a cocktail with us Lose les bon temps roulés. Let the good times roll. Welcome to Bourbon and Branch. Today I'll be sampling and reviewing Jefferson's Chef's collaboration. I picked up the second release of this marriage of bourbon and rye whiskeys, blended specifically to pair well with food in a partnership with celebrity chef Edward Lee. It retails for approximately $40 for a 750 milliliter bottle and is described by Jefferson's as a bold bourbon rye blend aged up to 14 years and bottled at a robust 90 proof, 45% ABV. Chef's collaboration was developed for over a year by Trey Zeller, founder and whiskey maker of Jefferson's Bourbon and Lee, owner of 610 Magnolia and Milkwood Restaurants in Louisville, Kentucky and Succotash in Washington, D.C. The duo took a number of bourbon samples with fruit-forward notes, oranges, nuts, and toffee to 610 Magnolia to blend as they simultaneously paired the bourbon with signature dishes from Edward's recently launched Smoke and Pickles, recipes and stories from a new Southern Kitchen cookbook. After several months of tweaking the whiskey, the pair decided that more spice was needed to create an ideal pairing with a variety of dishes, so they added Jefferson's 10-year-old straight rye whiskey for a spicier flavor that makes the chef's collaboration a bourbon rye blend and lends to its mature, full mouth fill. So, to be perfectly honest, I decided that for this particular review, I'd be doing a disservice if I didn't pair it with something to chew on besides my thoughts on this week's boozy snack. So, a bit of chocolate, a bit of whiskey, and this week's Boozy Snack Review. Cheers. Delicious bourbon, brownest of the brown liquors. So tempting. What's that? 
You want me to drink you, but I'm in the middle of a trial. Excuse me. Hello, David. I'm really tempted. Just take it one day at a time and know that I love you. I love you too, man. This is a whiskey that supposedly pairs well with food. Celebrity chef Edward Lee, who helped select the blend of straight bourbon and straight rye whiskeys that make up this offering from Jefferson's, is a well-known fan of Kentucky's finest spirit, and I'm hoping his signature offering lives up to the hype. As I mentioned, this is a blend of straight bourbon and rye whiskey. It's 90 proof and has a limited yearly release. The chef's collaboration sent me back $40 for a 750 milliliter bottle and I purchased it at Total Wine and Spirits. So I've poured the Jefferson Chef collaboration into my Glencairn glass and the appearance is slightly darker than Jefferson's Ocean or Jefferson's Reserve, leaning towards the dark copper side. On the nose, I get aromas that definitely start out peppery and a lot of baking spice on the nose to start with. Subtle hints of oak and vanilla are also there. Not many sweet notes on this one. It seems to be leaning towards a more spicier profile. This could indicate that it will pair better with spicier cuisine, but for now I'm sticking to chocolate with this review, specifically a Godiva creme brulee truffle. So now it's time for the taste test. Let's take a sip of this and see how it goes in the palate. Okay, just like on the nose, this starts out with a hefty dose of black pepper and cinnamon. Unfortunately, there's not a lot going on afterwards. The back of my tongue gets some bitter oak and tannin from the barrel as the age of the older spirit in the blend begins to shine through, but there's no further development of sweet flavors or traditional bourbon either. Pepper on the tip of the tongue, oak on the back. So now I'll try the chocolate and a second sip to see if it does indeed pair well with food. So, on the second sip, after enjoying a bit of the chocolate, it does seem to draw out a bit more of your standard bourbon flavors that didn't show up upon the first sip. I definitely get a little more vanilla and oak to go along with the rye forward flavors from before. Still not a lot of complexity here, but I'd say it meets the criteria of pairing well with food as it seems it won't take away from the flavors of any cuisine one chooses, and perhaps enhance the overall experience. So enough sipping, it's time for the boozy snack grade. Marge, could you give me another beer, please? In a second, Homer. Lisa has some good news. He doesn't care, Mom. Sure I do. I just want to have a beer while I'm caring. Marge? Homer. <gasps> Go ahead, Lisa. Well, okay. I got an A on my vocabulary test. <gasps> what? You did? Well, that's just... Oh, what a glorious day. Lisa, hand me your paper. I'm just going to take this over to the refrigerator and... Hmm... Well, as long as I'm here, I might as well kill two birds with one What's stone. That's a big idea. You covered up my paper. <laughs> Look at those funny little whiskers. Ooh, that reminds me. It's Big Gorilla Week on Million Dollar Movie. Come on, boy. I uh, know, Dad. I should really... <laughs> so, upon first sip, blind and neat, it's a bit disappointing. It lacks depth, flavor, and is a bit too peppery to be a standalone sipper. On the second sip with chocolate... There were definitely some more enjoyable flavors that seemed to make an appearance, but that could be a placebo effect based on the marketing of the whiskey. I definitely need to try other types of food, especially savory selections, and see if other flavors are noticeable. With that in mind, I really can't recommend buying a bottle for your home collection, 
I'd look for it when you happen to be dining out and pair it with whatever cuisine you happen to be enjoying. For these reasons, I'm giving the Jefferson's Chef's Collaboration two and a half boozy snacks out of five. Turn out the lights. The party's over. They say that all good things must end. Call it a night. The party's over. And tomorrow starts the same old thing again. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. As mentioned earlier, look for us at the upcoming New Orleans Bourbon Festival, March 20th through the 23rd. If you're in attendance, come say hello and share a boozy snack. And if you can't make it, follow all of our shenanigans on Twitter. You can follow the show at Bourbon Branch Pod. That's B-O-U-R-B, the letter N, Branch Pod on Twitter. And also don't forget to join the Bourbon and Branch Facebook group. Finally, always remember to enjoy your boozy snacks responsibly with friends and family sharing laughs and pours. Cheers. Cheers.